Hey everybody, and welcome to the 17th episode of DCI. I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. In this episode, I got to talk to Alex Landa, who is the co-founder of Digitalis, which is a company that is currently working on a game that is being kickstarted. Uh, the game is called Skyjacker, uh, and it is a space sim kind of in the vein of Wing Commander and Freelancer. Uh, we had a really great talk talking about the Kickstarter, some of the games that they've worked on, uh, the book series that the game is based on, uh, several different things. Uh, really hope you enjoy this episode, uh, so we hope you enjoy this episode. If you want to find out more about DarkStation, you can do that at DarkStation.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, do that at DarkStation underscore com. If you want to subscribe to us on iTunes, we are the DarkCast. While you're there, give us a review and let us know what you think of the show. Finally, if you want to send us an email, you can do that at podcast at darkstation.com. And for more information about Digitalis or Skyjacker, check out the show note for this episode. Thanks for listening. Now on with the show. on the dark cast today really glad you could be here uh if you could just tell us real quick who we're talking to yes yeah, so um uh, my name is alexander landa and i am co-founder of uh, digitalis um uh, eugene zhukov who is another co-founder uh, could not make it today uh, but um because he's really really busy with production work we have several deliverables coming uh, down the pike uh, for um, our R3, which is release three for our star, uh, uh, Starship Constructor, which was uh, very successful. We funded the Kickstarter project before um, our current one. Um, so glad to be here and um, um, looking forward to uh, uh, a great conversation. All right, good. Me too. Um, Alex, are you going to be kind of uh, answering any of the questions before we move any further? Or... Uh, nope, it's all going to be Alexander. Doing okay, them. cool. Just just wanted to make sure. Um, I'll just chime so... in where needed, but okay. um, generally I try to avoid being heard in interviews. Well, well, you've already been heard. You're on the podcast, so there's nothing we can do about it now. I'm not editing it out. Um, anyway, all right, um, Alexander, if you could tell us a little bit about um, kind of what it means to be a, a C, you said, or not C, uh, co-founder of Digitalis, um, if you could kind of talk about some of the stuff that you do with your new game, Skyjacker, um, just to kind of give people an idea of, um, you know, how your hands are with the game. Yeah, that's, a, that's an excellent question. So um, uh, I actually have started to collaborate with Eugene, who is um, another co-founder of Digitalis, uh, for some time now. And uh, we worked together on uh, multiple projects while... Um, I uh, was at NBC Universal and Vandy Universal in my prior uh, career. Um, so right after the uh, um, financial meltdown, I started to collaborate with um, a group of um, entrepreneurs, including Eugene, about what we can do uh, to accelerate some of the development projects that we've been working on. and. Um, how, how can we uh, uh, find a way to really 
focus on um, creating uh, creating jobs, right? Because the you know the largest job creators in the United States are uh, uh, those companies that actually are in a small and medium, what's called and labeled small and medium business, right? So um, th- th- that was that was the beginning of it, and. Uh, uh, a lot of different conversations happened, and like I said, Eugene was uh, part of the group that we collaborated with. And the uh, what, what happened after that was that um, I had a pleasure to read his book, um, uh, Lights in the uh, Abyss Lights. Um, and um, you know, we uh, decided that there's a lot, a lot of good opportunities and uh, possibility to bring. Uh, this game uh, to life and again to create um, jobs that were uh, needed and and still are needed for uh, for the market in the um, uh, not only in the national level in the U.S. but uh, specifically in Southern California, right? And so um, that's that's really how we decided to um, create Digitalos, right? Back in 2011, we inked. Uh, the deal, and um, um, prior to that, uh, you know, e- Eugene ran a very successful, uh, very successful firm that was uh, named Abyss Light Studio, and um, um, you know, and and so there's a lot of uh, um, great experience and projects that um, uh, th- that the members of that studio had. Um, when you work at an indie company, any type, not just not just gaming, but gaming specifically, right? You get to do a lot of things, and even though you're you're a co-founder, and uh, it sounds like you could just um, you know have people do things for you, you 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 sort of have this responsibility to make sure that everything that you do is done in a very meticulous and uh, proper way, and um, you know so. Talking about the visual effects, the voiceovers, the uh, gameplay, anything you can think of, right? You you just cannot uh, uh, you, you just cannot afford um, to make any type of um, trade-offs. Everything has to be perfect, and that's another thing. It, you know, uh, everyone at, uh, at Digitalis is a, are, are perfectionists, so um, sometimes it could be uh, you know challenging to convince each other. <laughs> what is the right approach and how to go about it? Mm-hmm. But um, we always believe in the fact that having uh, you know a healthy argument and the conversation uh, is better than just uh, you know having uh, a, a yes ma'am yes ma'am type of environment, right? And so that's um, uh, the summary and the gist of it of the life uh, at Digitalis. You basically get to do whatever. Um, is the priority, and everyone jumps jumps on it, including co-founders. Awesome. Um, now you mentioned that you uh, worked at Vivendi uh, before you were at Digitalis, uh, and that that seems to be kind of a, I don't know, a big, maybe not selling point, but just a big thing that um, different you know game companies like to talk about when they're launching their Kickstarter. So. Uh, are there any particular games that you have worked on, like in the past, or uh, any other members on your team that people might recognize? Uh, yes, absolutely. So, um, uh, Abyss Light Studio specifically, uh, in the past, worked on over 400 projects for oh, wow. 
um, uh, multiple clients um, as big as 20th Century Fox, Vivendi Universal, uh, DC Comics, and many others. Um, some of the game titles that the team worked on before that um, uh, audience could recognize is uh, Need for Speed, Asterix and Obelix, um, World of Tanks, and Lazy Town. Okay. Awesome. Um, now, where are you guys actually located? We're, we're located in uh, Santa Monica, California. Okay. And uh, how big is the, the studio? Right. So uh, we, uh, we, we have um, five team members. Okay. Working. Sorry, I'm not sure if uh, you, you can hear me. Uh, you okay. did cut out there for, for a second. Oh, okay. Um, okay so okay. Uh, you said that yeah, you have so five we, team members we, and then... Yeah, we, we, we have five team members and, uh, um, you know, basically, again, we're, we're depending on the projects that we work on. You know, being, you know, the other thing to talk about is being an indie developer. Um, you know, we're, we're fortunate that we were able to really focus on producing... Um, uh, and, and creating a Skyjacker game for the for the past um, year and a half, two years, mm -hmm. almost exclusively, you know. But um, as, as one thing that is important is that uh, because the team is um, is very seasoned, uh, right? We uh, we probably have over fifty years of combined experience in the gaming industry. Wow. Um, um, you know, most of us are the only. Um, uh, you know, income earners in our families, right? So um, occasionally and very often we would have to take different contracts to uh, make sure that, um, you know, we can bring the food uh, on the table. And sure. so um, when we uh, learned um, that th there is a possibility and opportunity to bring our great work um, and show it to an audience on Kickstarter, we were really um, impressed and uh uh, happy that we could really engage the, with, with the audience. That's something that we couldn't have done, um, let's say, uh, five years ago because, you know, Indiegogo and Kickstarter and uh, many others crowdfunding platforms for that matter didn't exist back then. Sure. Um, now, you mentioned that, uh, you know, this isn't your first Kickstarter, uh, that you are putting together a shipbuilding app uh, that was recently um, successfully kickstarted uh can you tell us a little bit about that uh before we get in, into skyjacker proper <laughs> uh, yes absolutely so um uh, what happened was actually in the beginning we uh decided to take uh the entire skyjacker game on kickstarter and, and uh um we actually um were very fortunate to build um uh, a community of backers who became fans of our game and uh, continued um, uh, you know, really engaging with us and uh, helping us with different aspects, right? And so um, our first original Kickstarter didn't, um, wasn't successful mm -hmm. and uh, there, were, there were many reasons for that, but um, you know, I'd like to, th to think that you learn more from your failures than from your successes, right? So sure. um, it, 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 was, it was our uh, fans, our backers, who really wanted us to go back and really uh, bring something 
um, more achievable. So basically break down the, the game into different deliverables, which are more manageable in terms of uh, uh, funding through um, Kickstarter platform, right? And mm-hmm. so, uh, you know, in, in our pipeline, we still had to build a um, tool set that would allow us to um, build, uh, assemble and disassemble starships, right? Mm-hmm. So we thought that that could be a really great candidate for a Kickstarter project. Um, you know, we, we, um, we had several discussions with our active backers about it. They were really excited about uh, that idea. And so uh, we uh, went ahead with that idea and um, um, got, it, uh, got it funded successfully. Um, and so, you know, back when we got this first success, we thought, um, you know, we, we, have to, we have to give something uh, extra um, to, uh, you know, people that b- believed in us, right? And mm-hmm. so instead of just, um, like, there are, there are many Kickstarter projects that were funded successfully, but, uh, you know, they just deliver one release, and, uh, you know, sometimes it's not um, the perfect quality that uh, a backer would expect. Sometimes it's brilliant quality, right? But we're, we really wanted to go above and beyond. And so our release schedule contains three different releases, right? Um, uh, and uh, we're, we're successfully delivered to release one uh, in September. And, and uh, uh, R3, which is our third release of Starship Constructor, which is basically a standalone uh, a construction tool that where you could assemble and disassemble uh, many ships for um, each of the 10 um, alien species that uh, we have in the game, right? And, uh, and so that standalone tool, um, again, we're, we're, we're putting the final touch-ups on R3, which has also um, a free flight um, uh, functionality. And so that's, that's going to be released very, very soon. Okay, awesome. Um, now, you mentioned that you've, you guys have already done this uh, once before and things didn't go, obviously, the way that you had hoped. Um, what do you feel like you learned from that? I mean, obviously, um, you know, you're, you're doing it again and you're off to a great start as of right now looking at your um, page. What are you trying to do differently and what do you feel like you, you kind of learned from that last time? Uh, that's an excellent question. Um, so th- there, are, there are several aspects that we think are very important to Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Right? First and foremost is the, um, is the video, right? The quality mm-hmm. of the video and the story follow through. So the, the current video that we have on our page um, you know, has been in the making for several months. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to really combine the storyline that, that we think is very rich and um, um, rewarding from the Abyss Lights books by uh, Eugene Zhukov um, and also show some of the gameplay that, um, you know, we didn't have back in uh, during our first uh, campaign and uh, really show how... Uh, Rich the Skyjacker universe is with different ships um, and, and specific functionalities and abilities of you uh, to be a first-person shooter who uh, you know really destroys ships and 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 you can see how uh, accurately well from a physics perspective uh, they're being distracted right mm-hmm. um, destroyed uh, so. So that um, so the video uh, is, is the first um, very important asset, and then um, 
and then you know there's there's many many different aspects in terms of um, in terms of uh, being successful on Kickstarter or not. We think most of it is is engagement with um, our current um, community and most importantly engaging with the um, community community members that haven't heard of us yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so and so there's there's always a challenge because um, because some so there are specific groups, right? And some of the groups are interested in um, just pure simulations. Some of them are very excited about our space combat uh, um, uh, technique that we're using. And um, um, you know, and there are so many opinions, which is great. Um, and 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 so the the challenge is really to properly construct your messaging and make sure that you um, you could really bring up not only all the great things that you've done so far, but your campaign is relative to um, a potential person who is just interested not not only in in getting the game, but really understands that there is a passionate team behind it that is, um, you know, super focused on creating the absolute best space combat uh, simulation experience that could be done in the market. And, you know, sometimes it could be difficult because um, most of us are uh, first uh, generation immigrants, right? And, um, you know, so, so that could that could you know that could produce potential uh, challenges. Mm-hmm. Just even you know answering some of the uh, some of the questions, uh, um, right? But um, uh, having said that, we are personally very excited and, and fortunate to have that ex- the, the experience we've had. Our community is absolute amazing, um, and um, you know the responses that we get um, from them are are, are really great. So again, you know, if I if I were to summarize, um, the the most important thing is is really to look at your really to look at your brand and 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 say how do you well there are so many different aspects there are so many different creative aspects how do you uh, create you know how do you align the the story and the storyline that we have and make sure that um, uh, you know that as many eyes that will see the story could potentially jump on 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 this train and become a, a member of our community right mm-hmm. and eventually as they will see how um you know how passionate the team is and how uh, hard we work on bringing that experience we definitely believe that we will um that, that anyone will be, will become our our backer and um will have an amazing opportunity to see um this great game skyjacker in the making right so that's um uh that's that's our uh, uh view of it what we're doing different this time is that we're really uh, our last campaign really focused on creative aspects um on uh different uh, you know specific alien races and mm-hmm. how um, how how all this creativity comes together this time around we're centering our campaign around the around l l skyjacker who is the main character um, uh, in the game and uh, players uh, in, in the single uh, single player will be playing um, as l skyjacker which is um, the most uh, feared and ruthless uh, space pirate uh, in 
uh, Skyjack or game, right? And so what we wanted to do is we wanted to tell a story to our audience mm -hmm. about AL and make sure that we can show all the aspects of um, uh, of ch all, all the challenges that L went through um, um, through throughout his journey, right? And and, and really, um, the the goal is really to to take uh, any, uh, to, to take um, our potential backers on Kickstarter on this journey and and really explain some of the things that are um, uh, you know maybe challenging because some people didn't read the book and some people don't understand you know, what, what Skyjacker really is. So what we're trying to do is to make sure that all the pieces are going to come together. Okay. Um, now, uh, sorry, I lost my place in my questions. Uh, you obviously mentioned the, the books and you've got this character of Skyjacker. Uh, is he from the books or is he a brand new character made for this game? Series. Um, uh, Al is um, actually from the books, and okay. uh, um, you know, Al was uh, uh, eight-year-old boy uh, who was abducted by um, uh, by alien race Raktag uh, Vashugi um, uh, from the planet Earth back in um, you know twelve thousand BC, right? Okay. So again, this is um, I'm just I'm just um, going through uh, some of the uh, some of the specific items in the book, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, what, what the first and second books, uh, first book specifically is focusing on is how um, Al is a character, how, how, you know, the char character development of Al and how he uh, became who he became, Skyjacker, which is the most feared and, and most inspired uh, in, in, the, in the space universe. So um, just, just to um, confirm to your question that, the Al Skyjacker is the character in the book, and okay. bringing him to life. And and I think, and this is what we're doing different this time, hoping that um, again the audience could um, better align with this specific character and his character uh, character development, um, which is something different from what we've done in in our previous campaign. Sure, sure, awesome. All right, um, so I, I guess we should actually, you know, talk about the game. Otherwise, you know, we wouldn't be here if the, you guys didn't weren't making a game. <laughs> um, so uh, if you could kind of tell us a little bit more about uh, how the game actually plays, because you know, watching the the video on your Kickstarter page, uh, I, I get you know nostalgic flashbacks of things like Freelancer, um, kind of running through my head, and and Descent, and kind of the old. Um, Star Wars, TIE Fighter, and X-Wing games. Uh, what what kind of game is Skyjacker? And actually, I guess my most important question is, can you hijack the sky? Um, excellent questions. <laughs> let me let me start let me start <laughs> with um, answering the second one because um, uh, I think that would be easier. Um, can you skyjack the skies? Um, the answer is yes. Um, and, and let me elaborate on that. So when you use our mission construction tool, which mm -hmm. should be released as part of the um, Skyjacker uh, game, um, what you will have an opportunity to do, either for single player or for um, uh, co-op mod, uh, is to really create your own missions, right? Okay. And what, what, what we mean by that is that 
hey, if you want to skyjack skies and, uh, you know, take it from different, uh, you know, uh, many different types of skies that we have, then you should be able to easily use that sky uh, and uh, different different type of ships. And without our goal is to really give give you this um, framework, or, you know, and the platform probably is, is a very, um, um, uh, might sound as an incorrect word, but I always think of it as, as a platform where you have the opportunity and you have, um, uh, you know, all, all your thoughts that you can put together and you could apply them into this mission construction tool and create your own mission. So without really uh, knowing or needing to know a lot of uh, any any coding experience, so basically you would just use the ships, use the use the different skies, use the different asteroid types, and so mm -hmm. on and so forth. And um, um, you know you would create your missions and you would play it. So this is how you will skyjack the skies in Skyjacker. <laughs> Skyjacking mm -hmm. the skies in Skyjacker. Gotcha. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no. Uh, Kind of, if we can delve a little bit more into this um, kind of mission uh, cr creation tool that you've got in the game, um, is it? Um, are you making you know the maps? Or are you kind of defining the rules of the level that you're playing? Like what enemies you're fighting, what objectives you're going to be having? Like what, how? I guess my question is, how much creative freedom do you have in in making these missions? Yeah. So our goal is to give you uh, give you as much creative freedom as uh, we can possibly give you without, um, um, you know, without putting a lot of uh, complicated uh, coding exercises for you, right? Mm -hmm. So again, uh, our goal is to uh, give you an, an opportunity to select um, specific um, in-game assets and, um, um, uh, you know, select different uh, um, levels of uh, um, uh, of how you want your mission to flow, and, and then you know compile it and uh, uh, make sure that um, you can play it. Very cool. Um, now, I guess. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess more towards the uh, how the the game actually plays, though. What what kind of game can players expect to experience when they're playing Skyjacker? Well, yeah, uh, Jonathan, you mentioned um, several um, really amazing games, um, such as Freelancer and um, Wing Commander. Um, certainly, uh, these games, um, and, and specifically uh, Chris Roberts, um, has been our inspiration and big team, mm -hmm. um, and we really love those games. The sort of different, the different approach that we take in, in Skyjacker is that. We're really focusing on um, specific um, uh, specific uh, areas of um, space combat, right? And so, imagine if you're if you're if you're flying as a uh, as, as an AL skyjacker in a first-person shooting type of mission, and um, you know you you destroy the ship. And so, you know, our our goal was to really show. Um, how that ship is being, you know, is being distracted, and then give you some additional uh, opportunities. So instead of you just um, flying and shooting everything, right, have a specific strategical areas of focus. Like for example, you could um, in the game you could um, 
uh, really hog the asteroid and um, um, you know and um, sort of uh, um, uh, defeat your enemy that way, or mm-hmm. uh, you could um, uh, have an opportunity to uh, destroy strategic parts of enemy vessels that will allow you to disassemble some parts of that ship, which you could then bring back uh, onto your ship and um, you know either use it uh, as a as a construct a ship ship constructors ship constructors tool, or um, you go to uh, pirate stock exchange and um, you know uh, trade it for something else. Okay. Very cool. Now, uh, one thing that you mentioned, um, you know, it's kind of a, a big part of the last campaign. I was talking about all the different species um, that are in the game. There's, you know, ten different alien species. Um, obviously, you've got kind of a, a linear story that you've set up with the game. How do all of these different species interact? Is it, I don't know, is it almost kind of Star Wars-esque or... Um, is one of them kind of the primary antithesis? Can you kind of talk about some of the different aliens that you'll encounter and, and whatnot? Uh, yes, sure. Um, so, so the, the you know we we actually we're actually we're planning on um, uh, you know featuring uh, many different races and uh, um, you know bring up the aspects of uh, 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 their specifics in the game, right? And um, you know the, so there's there's um, uh, let, let me just uh, talk about a few. So, um, obviously, Raktak uh, Bashugi, which is RTB, you know, and, and again, because the names of these races are rather long, um, you know, we, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you know, for, for the uh, players' enjoyment, we, we um, uh, give um, each of the races um, a three-letter acronym, right? So, for example, mm. uh, Raktak uh, Bashugi would be RTB, uh, when you play, in, uh, and and so you can quickly identify their ships mm-hmm. as being, um, you know, um, RTB um, and belonging to that race. Okay. Um, so um, there's uh, every each race has its own, um, uh, you know, spaceships, uh, and um, uh, you know there are different types, right? So for example, uh, you know there 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 are um, there's at least one uh, supply ship or transporter. One fighter or, or several fighters. Um, there's there are destroyers, cruisers, and um, in some races who are scientific. Um, for example, uh, Yataguchi, they're they're a scientific race, right? And so they have uh, special ships like scientific uh, station that allows them to monitor uh, and, and sort of spy on on you when you are uh, flowing around. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so is the um, is the game more linear or is it kind of an open world? You know, looking at the the video, it looks like the the spaces that you're going to be flying in are are pretty massive. Um, but are they are they kind of self contained or is it like I said, open world sandboxy sort of nature? Well, um, that's that's a that's a really really good question. Um, so because we're perfectionists, it 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 really it really is um, um, uh, you know an an, uh, an open world feel, right? But mm-hmm. there is a free roaming to it because we you know, we wanted to make sure that you have an opportunity to um, really um, fly around and try different things 
instead of just um, box you in into a specific linear type of uh, uh, function, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, so um, I guess, is there like a, a hub world then, or is it is it all open? Yeah, so so it, it is a free if it's a, it is a free roaming. Um, free roaming. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, now, one of the kind of big selling points of it, I mean, you mentioned it earlier, uh, is the kind of total destructibility of all the um, uh, all the different ships that you'll be flying around and, and fighting. You know, you don't just shoot it and it explodes and there's nothing left. They kind of dismantle in this really cool looking way. Uh, can you talk about how that kind of affects the game because you you've already mentioned you know being able to to sell parts and stuff like that but i know upgrading your ship is a, a big aspect as well uh right so uh, again the 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 whole theme of being a space pirate right and, and what we're trying to bring in the, in the game is is uh you know uh, it's typically typically uh, associated with uh with freedom in, in a lot of uh, cultures right mm -hmm. being being pilot equals to um, you know being free and, and doing what you want basically right mm -hmm. um, and so um, you know our our main goal was to um, you know create as much freedom with, with our game as as, as we technically uh, can achieve right and so mm -hmm. um, and so using some of the uh, tactical um, uh, advantages uh, uh, that that you have in, in a game where you disable someone else's um, uh, main uh, uh, someone else, someone else's engine, for example, or um, uh, or an ability for them to attack you, right? And you can kind of dismantle the parts that you really need, and uh, um, you know how uh, how them over to, uh, uh, to onto your ship or trade it for something else, right? So we we wanted to give as much freedom and opportunity to do that type of functionality um, because. We always believe that this is something that um, uh, was particularly lacking in um, space combat and, and space simulators, right? Where you know there's there's a lot of um, awesome games with uh, exploration and you know character development, which you know we we uh, we all love. But there's not a lot of games um, that can you know give you that type of um, um, that type of uh, Feeling where, you know, you you really uh, really feeling that 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 everything is real, right? Mm -hmm. um, so when when you actually um, you know hog the part, or when you um, when you set um, someone else's ship to distraction, uh, right? You you can see you can see the the parts with, and you know what we uh, were able to I think successfully achieve in our. Uh, a starship constructor is to really um, show our, our audience how um, complex on, on which level of complexity um, the, the, these ships are put together right because they have a specific um, you know constructing parts that will be destroyed during uh, during the flight right mm -hmm. and so um, you know one of the things that is important to mention is that um, you know, we uh, you know a while back we actually wrote our own engine to be able to show that because um, there wasn't anything really open on on the market back you know uh, when when Eugene first had a concept of, of building the game um, and, uh, and and so um, 
what what's what's also important to mention is that there's a lot of um, physics involved, and especially for our younger audience that um, you know hopefully will be playing uh, uh, the game. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of uh, opportunities to really understand the complexity and physics of propulsion, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and and uh, you know, the the Starship constructor was the first step to really show that this is this is how we're doing it and the complexity of that um, uh, to our audience, and, and hopefully we were able to um, to achieve that. Awesome. Um, now, uh, kind of, I guess one of my last questions about the, the game itself, uh, is what kind of multiplayer offerings, uh, it has, uh, see that you've got several different modes listed on the, the Kickstarter page, but if you could kind of talk about, uh, the co-op and the adversarial multiplayer a little bit so people can know what they can, they can get their hands on when they start right. skyjacking the skies. <laughs> uh, I, I like that Jack in the skies. Um, so we're um, we're, we're uh, planning to provide uh, the uh, uh, co-op mode, which will allow you to play um, uh, with uh, up to eight players um, altogether. Um, the reason we're we're specific about uh, that number right now is because um, you know there's, as you know, with multiplayer. Um, there's a lot of uh, stress and load testing that um, still has to be done in order to um, really say, well, this makes sense to play with eight players or, or 12 or 32. And, you know, our game is specifically focused on the complexity and the physics of, um, you know, ship construction, construction, destruction and flying and giving you a feedback through the joysticks and, and so on and so forth, right? And so uh, that's that's the reason why we're we're fairly confident that uh, you know up to uh, eight players can play right now, and we really hope that we can um, bring it to a much higher level of multiplayer. But but we're um, we're focused on making sure that all of our stress and load tests are done before we could say that. All right, very cool. Um... So I I think that about does it for the questions that I have for Skyjacker itself, but we'd like to end our interviews with a little questionnaire uh, that we call the end game and is kind of more personal questions. Um, it's six questions that you can answer as humorously or seriously as you want to. Um, and the, the first question, and Alex, uh, if you want to answer questions, you're more than welcome to as well. Um, Okay, just good, John. if you want Sounds to. Good. Um, so the first question is, who is your favorite video game protagonist? So who's your favorite hero? Hmm. Well, uh, mine is Link, of course. Okay. Uh, grew up playing that game, you know, the Zelda games, and just great character. Ocarina of Time, easily my favorite game of all, and um, yeah. Can't can't beat him. Good deal, Alexander. Um, I'm gonna go half humorously here and say Mario Brothers. Okay, that <laughs> that's been answered before. So it's if that's your favorite, then hey, that's 
<laughs> it's all good. Okay, so flipping that on its head, who is your favorite antagonist or your favorite villain? Again, in video games. Yeah, Alex, you want to go first? Uh, I, I can't think of one right now. Like, there's so many that uh, yeah. like, well, it's so difficult to go against. And it's you you answered to... first last time, though, so you've got to answer first this time. So uh, I guess so. You, um, you started that. I don't that That's really tough. Um, of all time. Jeez. I mean, there's things like they weren't really bosses but they were just a pain like playing the original leisure suit larry games where you um go into an alley and you get beat up and die right away and then lose all your money that was always a big pain in the butt so i'll go with uh, i'll go with the thugs and uh leisure suit larry all right it's <laughs> <laughs> hmm. sort of difficult to um um how, how, how about, I'm going to go with uh, Ryder White in uh, Dead Island. Okay. Good choice. Wow. That, that, is a, that is a new one. Have not heard that one yet. So mm -hmm. I would always like to hear new answers. Um, okay, yeah. so the, the next question is, what is your f least favorite or something that you feel like is overused in, in video games? So an, an element or a theme, gameplay mechanic... Um, anything like that that you just really wish would disappear from the face of the earth because it's overused or terrible or whatnot. I think in general, just um, terminology that um, people use or mm -hmm. developers use, publishers use for their game. I feel like a lot of it's repetitive. And um, you don't really get new things um, in terms of how they describe a game, you know, where they're like, oh, uh, an action platformer. One thing I, you know, specifically with first-person shooters, a lot of times you can describe one and it describes like ten others. Mm. And so sure. I wish they were; those were more unique because I'm, I, I'm an FPS fan myself, and it's just I really wish that people were more open to um, creativity in that space instead of just we only want to play the multiplayer aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of um, uh, terminology, um, I think one, one of the things that um, is is both um, sort of a, a blessing and a curse for uh, uh, you know gaming industry is the word gamification. Um, depending on who you talk to, uh, they would give you uh, a different meaning of this word, right? And 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 the terminology of it, and so. Um, you know, like for example, the the VCs and, and PEs are um, real, you know are, are always asking, well, what's what's your gamification strategy? And um, uh, and you know, again, this, this this could mean so many different things, right? So I it, it's it's like you know some of the terminologies with um, uh, IT world as well, like cloud computing, for example, just means so many different things to so many different uh, people. I wish that um, uh, th this specific term was used more properly, uh, you know, in, in the gaming industry and uh, uh, everywhere around the gaming industry. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I, I totally agree with what you just said there about the use of gamification and just mm -hmm. 
what it can mean to different people. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, so next question is, and you can't say Skyjacker. Other than Skyjacker, what is your face favorite space combat game? Uh, easy. Wing Commander. Okay. Yeah, uh, that, that's a very easy choice. I'm going to go with the Wing Commander as well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good deal. All right. And if you could try any other profession in the whole world, uh, no holds barred, you know, you've got unlimited resources or whatever, you could do whatever you want, what is something that you would like to try? Well, I personally would like to try, um, um, uh, you know, um, something along the lines of um, creating a uh, um, uh, venture fund or a um, so, sort of a crowdfunding platform that will, uh, again, bring up um, so many creative people and uh, help them realize their dreams. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, you know, in, in my book, that's that's what it's all about. You know, as long as you could um, you could have a dream and work hard to 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 try to achieve it, you definitely will. Um, uh, th- that road will will definitely get you somewhere. And so, um, you know, if if I had um, the resources and um, uh, opportunities to do it, that's exactly what I would do. Uh, I'd be more like Indiana Jones. I'd be an archaeologist. Yeah. go around the world and just explore different cultures and stuff i think that'd be fun i think that's a great thing about video games is you know in general they can kind of bring that stuff to you um you know as we create more creative games like um guacamole is a game i played recently and uh you know showed off the mexican culture and stuff i just like those aspects of it mm-hmm. all right and the final question uh, when you reach the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom and Toad is looking over the book of the deeds of your life, what do you want him to say to you? A winner is you. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's a that's that's a tough one. Um, I'm I'm I would probably. Say, uh, I arrived. All right. Good answer. You guys passed. Excellent. (laughs) Well, thank you guys again for joining us on the Darkcast. Really appreciated you stopping by and uh, enjoyed our talk. If you could just send us out by telling the listeners where they can find more information about Skyjacker. Sure, Jonathan. So our um, our website uh, has um, um, a lot of uh, information about um, many subjects that we touched on, um, such as uh, you know, different starships and races and uh, gameplay. So we welcome um, everyone to visit our uh, game site, skyjackergame.com. Um, we're we're also uh, on Twitter at uh, you know and the address is at a- L Skyjacker, and um, of course there's a Facebook page that we have for our company Digitalis. Um, you're welcome to visit us there as well. Um, uh, you know we're 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 obviously on Kickstarter campaign. So if you go to Kickstarter.com and search for um, Skyjacker Space Combat Sim, uh, you will find our project. 
All right. Well, awesome. And links to everything that you just mentioned will be in the show notes of this page. So people can click on that and get to your Facebook page, Kickstarter, and all that kind of good stuff. Just once again, thank you for joining us and have a good night, guys. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you very much for your time.